Pizza Pace at GutBarnBurner.ca, our twice-daily podcast is entitled Fire It Up, now on iHeartRadio, also on 65 platforms. Welcome to the MMA Ground and Pound Show with the Hall of Famer, Steve Carney of WDAE Radio in Tampa Bay, Florida, Giancarlo Elino from Vibe 105, and the Brad Shepard. Yes, Brad, now does the NFL Blitz. He does the uh, No Holds Barred on the Mat Report. Uh, now, he also did Stolen Bases this week, and now he wanted to come on Real Fighting Talk, the Ground and Pound Show. Here, UFC 229 preview. I don't know if you know this, but it's a huge, huge card in Las Vegas, Nevada. First, before we get to the main event, John Carlo, start us off with uh, some of the boats that you would want to see other than the main event. Uh, let's talk about, we'll start about uh, Lewis's fight there uh let's talk about that heavyweight boat yeah derek lewis versus alexander volkov this is a big fight for both fighters it could put them in the hunt in the heavyweight division for a title uh derek lewis came off that win over francis Ngannou, and uh i think he has a momentum going in this a lot of people think volkov because he tko'd uh fabricio verdum has the momentum but I like Derek Lewis winning this fight. Steve? Yeah, I, I think that Derek Lewis uh, and his uh, win over Francis Naganu uh, really has uh, a lot of folks in the MMA world wondering if he could end up being the next big fighter in the heavyweight division. Uh, I think that when you look at uh, the heavyweight division, whether it's in boxing or in MMA, the heavyweight division is, is really, really important because that's the, it's the division that most people recognize, uh, whether, it's, uh, whether it's in boxing or in MMA. Uh, they may not know who the heavyweight champion is. Quick, can you tell me who the heavyweight champion in boxing is? Probably not, because there's usually three or four different guys that, that have uh, a title. I, I think that in, in the UFC, uh, you know, when Brock Lesnar had the, uh, had the UFC heavyweight championship, it it meant something. When Randy Couture was UFC heavyweight champion, it meant something. Right now, with Daniel Cormier as the UFC heavyweight champion, I don't know, because he's known as a light heavyweight and not uh, a true heavyweight, uh, I think that uh, it's going to take some uh, convincing for the heavyweight uh, championship to get back to the level that it was, whether it was with Couture or whether it was with Brock Lesnar. Uh, I think that it's going to take a, another big fight from DC uh, to uh, to make it that uh, that prestigious uh, championship again. And his fight with uh, Brock Lesnar, I think Derek Lewis probably could end up with uh, the winner of that fight, and uh, then we will really see something interesting. All right, light heavyweight bout uh, Oliver Saint Pru against Reyes. Uh, uh, Steve, you start us off. Yeah, uh, with this uh, with this fight, uh, I'm uh, I'm pretty curious to see a- exactly how uh, how this one uh, is going to go. Uh, Ovis St. Preux, uh, I he's had some fights where he's looked strong. He's had other fights where he's looked like he's been overmatched. Uh, you know, going into his uh, th- this will be his 35th professional fight, and and uh, with Dominic Reyes. Uh, a much younger guy, uh, a, a guy that wants to keep things uh, 
standing up and, and can uh, can take uh, can dish out a beating, but can also take a punch as well. I'm I'm curious to see uh, how this if this one stays on its feet. I don't see how OSP is going to be able uh, to hang. All right, John Carlo. Yeah, I agree with Steve there, and uh, with OSP. Uh, he had a three-fight win streak, and then he lost by submission to Eler Latifi. And he was able to bounce back at uh, UFC Fight Night earlier in the year. But I just don't see him coming out of this. Just the matchup, it's not a great matchup for him. I see, uh, like, he, the way he was submitted in that Latifi fight, it just didn't look like his best performance. And I see Reyes coming out on top in this. All right, before we get to uh, the co-main event and main event, uh, I know Brad Shepard is eagerly awaiting me to go to Brad. But I'm going to ask you two guys, uh, you know, uh, Giancarlo and Steve, give me some of the matches, prelim matches that you're looking forward to. You know, uh, let's let's talk about Pettis fight or uh, Herring fight. Uh, which uh, prelim fights, Giancarlo, are you looking forward to? I'm uh, looking forward to the fight pass fight. Uh, Gray Maynard versus Lick, Nick Lent. Uh, Maynard, at one time, he was undefeated. He was like a, a killer in the lightweight division. Then he went on a long losing streak. He's starting to pick it up again, getting some wins. He's uh, near the end of his career. So I'd like to see how he does against an uh, up-and-coming fighter like Nick Lent. All right, Steve? Yeah, that, that fight is interesting because uh, as John Paulo uh, alluded to you, there was that point when uh, they were in the middle of the uh, the trilogy with him and uh, and Frankie Edgar, where Frankie Edgar or he was undefeated and Edgar was uh, what was it fourteen and Gray Maynard and now here we are Maynard's uh, he had that as you mentioned that long losing streak. The one thing that I'm very disappointed about is I was actually really looking forward to the bantamweight fight between Sean O'Malley and, uh, and Jose Quinones. But O'Malley announced today that he failed to use Tata drug test, and his fight has been scrapped uh, from that card. So that's going to be a tough one uh, for, uh, for him, uh, you know, as a, a guy that was looking to make it 11 out of 11 uh, as a professional. It's tough to see him uh, fail a, a, a drug test this close to competition. And, of course, uh, I'm going to – Definitely be watching my girl Fully Perry going up against the Karate Hottie Michelle Waterson. I I think that's uh, uh I I'm a big fan of the, the 115 pound uh, women's weight class. And uh, while Fully Perry uh, may not be uh, on the upswing of her career, uh, she always puts on a, a good fight. Uh, I know that that's going to be a, a fun one to watch early in the main card. All right, Brad Shepard j- just texted me. He says he only wants to talk about the main event. Because he's the main event, Brad Shepard, not the Brad Shepard. So let's get first to the co-main event, and then Brad Shepard will chime in. And Steve Carney, we got a surprise for you here. So Steve, you start us off with the co-main event, lightweight match, Ferguson against Pettis. Yeah, it's amazing. We're going to have Tony Ferguson and and Khabib uh, Nurmagomedov uh, on the same card at the same time. It's just too bad that they're not fighting each other. Uh, But... uh, uh, it's amazing that Ferguson's going to make it, uh, hopefully to the uh, to the weigh-in. Hopefully, he doesn't turn his ankle uh, walking up to the scale. Uh, I I personally I like Tony Ferguson as a fighter. I think Anthony Showtime Pettis 
Uh, his best days uh, are behind him. Uh, and, of course, everybody's going to remember the, uh, the kick off the cage uh, in WEC, uh, the final WEC card uh, ever. Uh, but I, I got to go with Ferguson in this one, especially uh, because uh, I have a feeling that he's going to want to try and, and stand in the pocket and swing. And if he's able to do that, Showtime might find himself uh, in big trouble. All right, John Carlo. Yeah, you know, I'm going to go in the upset here and go Anthony Showtime Pettis is going to get the win because uh, Ferguson got a nasty leg injury in April when he was supposed to fight Khabib. And I think he's coming back way too soon. I think he pushed himself back a lot. And it might have done more harm than good to his career because he's not getting any younger. He's 34 years old. And Showtime Pettis in his last fight with uh, Michael Chiesa, he looked like the Anthony Showtime Pettis we saw when he was the lightweight champion in the UFC. And uh, I think he'll be extra motivated to really put on a highlight reel knockout and take out Ferguson. All right. So now it's time for the main event, the Brad Shepard to talk about the main event here. But before he begins, Steve Carney, did you know that today is Brad Shepard's 40th birthday? You were going to serenade him, Steve Carney. So go ahead, serenade the main event, the Brad Shepard. Go ahead. Well, I, I will just say Shola uh, in, uh, in my people's uh, uh, <laughs> language. Uh, that, of course, is happy birthday in Polish. Uh, I'm not going to sing the song because the song is very, very long and it's very confusing and you wouldn't understand it anyway. So I will just say Stola. Stola? Stola? Is that all you're going to say? All That's right. All, I'm say. all right. Now, hopefully, hopefully, Giancarlo Alino can say it better in Italian. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, Aguri. Uh, that's a short, uh, simple Thorny. one. And, uh, this <laughs> what do I have to bring, Brad? Do I have to bring out Dora the Explorer, Feliz Cupianos, or what? Everybody, Spanish, <laughs> Polish, Italian, or what? Do I have to bring out everything here? Come on. All right, so happy birthday. What do you think of the main event, Habib Nagamarnov against Conor McGregor? Yeah, I like Habib Nagamarnov. And that's totally not how you pronounce it. But I don't really care. Um, so, yeah, I, I think Connor this time has written a check that his ass can't cash, Joe. I think that's the bottom line. Uh, I, I think just Khabib, Habib, uh, he's an overall better fighter. And uh, McGregor is moving on to uh, other things. So, for me, I just think McGregor is outmatched, even though he's got a slight reach advantage. Um, I think McGregor's going to lose. All right, uh, Habib is 26 and 0. McGregor is 21 and 3. Uh, John Carlo, who's your pick? And and are you going to sing Happy Birthday to to uh, Brad or what? Uh, Joe, my singing skills aren't that great, as you heard on the last time we tried to sing Happy Birthday to somebody. Uh, so I'll leave that up to you. And uh, in this fight, I see a lot of the, the MMA community like saying how Conor McGregor has that left hand. He's going to knock out Khabib. If he doesn't, he better pray to the MMA gods. Khabib isn't really taking that whole uh, press conference uh, personally because it will be a long, long and rough night for Conor McGregor. Just Khabib is scary. He's another level above anybody he's ever faced in terms of grappling. 
I think Khabib retains that lightweight title. All right, Steve Carney, I know you're not going to sing happy birthday, but anyways, give me your pick. Yeah, I, I think, you know, with the, with the way that Connor has been away from the octagon, uh, I certainly think that uh, you, you have to look at, uh, at Khabib. But the one thing that we've seen Connor McGregor do uh, over the course of his career is he has been able to take his opponent's best punch and counter uh, with, with something better. And, uh, you know, I would not put it past him to be able to take a huge blast from Khabib, counter punch it, and, and, put, him on the, and put him on the mat. Uh, if that happens, uh, I think that uh, Connor is probably uh, a, a guy. And you know what? I'll, I'll take Connor uh, in the match to, to give Khabib his first loss ever. All right. The final question I'll ask all three of you, uh, more Steve and Giancarlo. Whoever wins this boat, what's next for the winner and what's next for the loser? Start off with uh, you, Giancarlo. Uh, yeah, I've been saying it for a while. I truly believe that if Khabib wins this fight, George St. Pierre will be the next one he faces. And if Conor McGregor wins, I just don't see where he goes from there in the lightweight division. Maybe Nate Diaz, if he, but he would have to beat uh, Dustin Poirier. So I can't really count too much on that. So Conor McGregor, I think I wouldn't rule out a WWE match, maybe at WrestleMania to kill some time for the next challenger. All right, Steve. I actually think the loser probably ends up with GSP because I don't think GSP is going to get down to 155 pounds. Uh, and, you know, you, you know, his last fight was at 185 pounds. Uh, so I think that if anything, uh, it would have to be something in that 170 pound uh, area. So I think that the loser probably goes up to 170 pounds to fight George St. Pierre, the winner. And, you know, he might be waiting a while for his next fight because, you know, to be honest, uh, outside of uh, out of Habib and, and Connor, you know, uh, if, if Habib wins and Tony Ferguson wins, maybe we get that fight again. Uh, but uh, other than that, that's probably the only fight uh, if Habib wins that uh, that's worth anything because we've waited so long for it to happen. All right, uh, so October 6th, you know, it's, it's a Saturday. Five o'clock, we got the WWE Super Showdown. For five hours, I got to tell you, for five hours. Then probably around one o'clock, we got Major League Baseball playoffs, okay? We got at uh, seven o'clock the start of Hockey Night in Canada. First, well, I know both you guys are, are in uh, the States, but the first Saturday night of hockey. We also got the Toronto Argonauts, uh, the... Uh, playing uh, and the Toronto FC and now UFC uh, 229. Boy, boy, what a night here. And uh, Steve, let's close it out with this. You're not going to sing happy birthday, but tell everybody how they get a hold of you, Steve. Well, uh, you can always follow me on Twitter at Steve Carney. And if you ask me, I will, uh, I will let you hear the Polish birthday song Stolot. Uh and uh, if you uh, listen uh, on 620 WDAE 
either live or on demand on the iHeartRadio app, I will be forever grateful. All right. Thanks a lot, Steve Carney, the Hall of Famer. Giancarlo Alino, go ahead. Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at John underscore 411. That's G-I-A-N underscore 411. And uh, follow Beyond the Game, which airs every other Friday on Vibe 105.5 FM. We recently had Brad Shepard on as a guest for talking NFL and breaking some WWE news. You can follow that on all social media at Beyond the Game Teal. All right, Brad Shepard, go ahead, tell everybody. This is the best segment you have ever been on. Why? You you were you had only two minutes of talking. I know. I'm over here. I'm the Caucasian Barry White. I should be stealing the show here, Joe. Uh, yeah, you steal you steal the show here. You want to hear a Barry White? <laughs> I'll give you Barry White. Happy birthday to you. You like that, eh? Voice to men doesn't have nothing on me. Go ahead, Brad. Oh wow, that was. Um, I know. I left. That I was kind of like. I would compare that to the way Josh Allen throws a football. Oh, here we go. All right. You don't need to give everybody. Everybody knows how to get a hold of you. The real Brad Shepard. He's on barbarder.ca. He does everything. Why am I promoting him if he's cursing my guys? But the (laughs) Buffalo Bills, nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills and Dave Meltzer. Right, Steve? Yeah, no one circles the drain like the Buffalo Bills. That may be Arizona. Thank you guys for being fired. All right. Brad, tell everybody how, since it's your birthday, I'll be nice. Tell everybody how they get a hold of you. Don't shut up. Happy birthday. Oh, well, if you want to hear more takes on uh, the Buffalo Bills, you can follow me on Twitter at the Brad Shepherd. S H E P A R D. You can email me at brad at barnburner.ca and follow all of my work. I'm spreading the love everywhere. I'm doing. MMA and baseball and football and basketball and hockey and the fake fights as well. So with that being said, follow all of my work on barnburner.ca. And uh, Steve Carney and Brad Shepard are your newest correspondents for Barnburner for curling. Hurry hard, guys. Hurry hard. Thanks a lot. <laughs>